0: Man, you guys missed a hell of an episode yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly like one of my favorite ones.
1: <laughs> well, I went off on Nate's subscription to Teen Vogue magazine. You did. I, that was hilarious. It was
0: good. We're going to have some of the same conversation again and act like we didn't already do it. Nothing that you guys heard. It's what we decided to record after we gave up on the live stream. So, we'll run through it again. Sometimes that's harder, actually, because you feel like, well, I already made that joke once. I can't make it again. Happy Thanksgiving. What's y'all's favorite Thanksgiving food?
1: Sweet potato pie casserole. Mm. It's Mm. as good as Ruth Chris. That is good. We're trying the... Well, we got the Ruth's Chris and another recipe that we like. We're Lacey's kinda...
0: made the Ruth's Chris before, and it was really good. And my my, uh, my y'all didn't
1: believe me when I took you there.
0: My stepmom's normal sweet potato pie she makes all the time is as good as Ruth's Chris.
1: We went on a company vacation. <laughs> we went to Dallas the beginning of this year. That's so yeah. weird. It seems like it was so long ago. Yeah, it was a company vacation. We went and saw the Cowboys games. We went and saw the Preds, and uh, I took everybody to a nice company dinner. And none of them had been to Ruth, Ruth's Crisp before. I, I think I which, paid
0: for my company dinner. You did?
1: Yeah. That's not nice. I'll talk to the boss about that. <laughs> this seems like more more like it was a friend dinner. <laughs> and, I, you know, their steaks are okay. It's not. I mean, they're good. They're just good steaks. They're not I had, anything to write home about. I had lobster and fillet. Yes, and that's good. It's yeah. not. It's not bad. There's better steakhouses, I would say, for steak. Like Kane Prime in Nashville, hands down the best steak I've ever had in my life. Never been there. Oh God. We'll have to do a company dinner there. Yeah. That's what we'll have to do. One where the company pays for it. Yeah. Tax write off. Yeah. I try to spend the least amount on taxes possible. So y'all had never had the sweet potato casserole, though. That's what I go to Ruth's Chris for. It's the sweet I would go there just to order the sweet potato casserole. It's unbelievable.
0: Well, we're not all as privileged as you are, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so haven't had a lot of that roots, uh-huh. Chris before. Yeah,
1: Mr. Jay's. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we do basically we just go to Jay Alexander's when we go out to eat. All the time. Yeah.
1: Hey, what are y'all doing? Oh, we're at Jay's.
0: Yeah. That's true.
1: That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Your that wife is used my to favorite. work there. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Where do you go stuff. now? Do you still go downtown or you go to the one in Franklin's?
0: Franklin. We don't go downtown anymore. Yeah. Too many liberals.
1: Too too much coronavirus. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Today's pink shirt Wednesday. And for me, it's the same. Marie said you should release it on the Patreon. What? The robo episode. Oh,
0: God. We deleted it, I think. It was deleted. I was too mad yesterday.
1: Yeah, we recorded for about two to three hours, somewhere (laughs) around there. (laughs) Something like that, yeah. And nothing to show for it. They didn't even say bye when he left nope. the office yesterday. I left. I was too pissed. Mm-hmm. All right. Like my women, like I like my chicken. Little bit of fat only in. Not too much, not too little, just enough to make me grin.
0: <laughs> Sam said he can't afford to drive past Ruth's. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he said Ruth Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just upset with them for making such a difficult name to say if you have a lisp. Ruth's Chris. Yeah.
1: I don't know yeah. why she owns Chris, but... Or
0: RC, as we call him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or TR.
0: Man, you didn't respond to that thing, but BetterHelp
1: bought ads all the way through 2021. I did. I said nice. All the way through. I said Nice. We didn't even do one this week. We need to do one. We
0: didn't have one scheduled for this week. Okay. But I'm just going to tell everyone before we start, consider making an account on there. All right? Don't even... You don't have to go sign up. You should. You probably should. It's always good to talk to people. Especially around the holidays. You guys know how difficult it is for a company to come out and support a podcast that says the things that we say all the time? And they (laughs) happen to be okay enough with us Either that or they're just trying to fix all the libertarians' brains. I don't know what, what their strategy is. But they support us enough that they've already purchased ads all the way through 2021. That's a that's really cool. I don't know who it is that's buying their ads over there, but they got their head on straight. They must have been <laughs> using the app for a while. So
1: They fix your brain when you were young. Fix your brain. All right, you let's young. get her
0: going. It's a uh, surprise for you guys. It's dumb bleep of the week because we're not going to be here the rest of the week. I so, even told
1: Nate to take the day off. but he,
0: You uh, did. I cannot not do an episode all week. That's not possible. He said his brain was going to explode. I did. So. I did say that. I refused an extra day off. All right. I'm ready when you are.
1: well what is going on all of our liberty loving friends welcome back to another fantastic thanksgiving eve episode of the good morning liberty podcast my name is charles chuck thompson i'm one of the hosts here and with me as always the one who knows just about everything there is to know but not everything considering we've been trying to get an episode out to y'all all week long and something happened. It just didn't happen. But I didn't Mr. know how to fix
0: the audio yesterday. That's for sure. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. But I do. Welcome. I did know how to get it going for today. And you know, you you know, actually, it was your idea. You're like, hey, maybe we should restart the soundboard. That's because I work in IT. <laughs> <laughs> so I restarted my laptop during the episode. Oh, we didn't restart the soundboard. Didn't restart the soundboard. <laughs> I never thought it would actually be the soundboard that yeah. was the issue. I figured it was this clunky old laptop. You guys can probably hear knocking in the background all the time, but
1: no, it it's got me. a pull to start <laughs> it does, it does. He to crank it up. I had to clean out the carburetor before we started this episode. So <laughs>
0: anyway, this is the good morning Liberty podcast. It is Thanksgiving Eve or blackout Wednesday as my friends and I have always called it, but not in Pennsylvania. You know, just not in Pennsylvania. I hope all of you smart Pennsylvanians. Definitely in Virginia, though. Yes. With their governor. I hope that all you smart... (laughs) I didn't say it was blackface Wednesday. I said it was blackout Wednesday. Oh, I got it mixed up. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hopefully all you people in Pennsylvania thought ahead, and you bought up all the alcohol, and you're going to be bootlegging it all night. And uh, that's what I would do if I were you. I would be setting up these 20-style gangsters... Just riding around selling alcohol to people all the time with your Tommy guns out selling alcohol to people because that's safer and it'll be really interesting. I hope people are having massive parties.
1: I just got to notice uh, BetterHelp canceled their sponsorship <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after that. Whoops. Whoops. That was a joke.
0: That was a joke. Don't bring. Listen, don't bring your Tommy guns to the alcohol sales party. All Who, right. Just who's don't Who's Tommy? Do it. I don't know him. Exactly. Okay.
1: See? no. Yeah. I have no idea who Tommy is. That guy don't believe anyone. All right. Not I don't, not at all. I don't, in case you guys didn't notice. So my last name is Thompson. It is. So I have a long history of is your dad's name. Tommy Thompson. It is actually. Wow. Well, that's not his real name, but he goes by Tommy. How about that? Tommy. OK, we, we call him Lieutenant Dad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he ain't got no legs. This is the Good Morning Liberty
0: podcast. We talk about life, liberty, and pursuit of meaning every single day of the week. Other weeks, not this one. So far, it's only been today, this week. But we tried. We tried really hard yesterday. <clears throat> and this is a yeah. special episode because this is pre-Thanksgiving. We're obviously obviously going to be gone for a couple of days for the holiday. We're going to be doing dumb bleep of the week on Wednesday, which is fine. There's plenty of dumb bleep to go around for everyone. Mm. We don't have to wait until Friday. We, we don't really ever have to. So Dumb Bleep of the Week so far is what we'll be doing. And part of this, Dumb Bleep number one, is going to be split off into an episode for Friday. So only the live Patreon people are going to be hearing the Dumb Bleep number one, which is the dumbest bleep I have seen in quite some time. And that's going to be split off for the episode on Friday. So if you're not on the Patreon group, patreon.com slash liberty, you will not hear it until Friday. But everyone else who is listening and voting live today is going to hear it. Charlie. So what, smash
1: that subscribe button. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? I would have to say the sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato casserole. And I love casserole. stuffing with a really good gravy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually think stuffing is mine. I really like it. Now, not like, you know, that lady's crappy dry stuffing that we wish she would stop bringing every single year. Yeah. I'm talking about nice, good stuffing. To tell you the truth
1: moist stuffing yeah moist stuffing (laughs)
0: um to tell you the truth i think stovetop stuffing is 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 really good it is really good i i all you gotta do
1: is saute some onions and celery and put it in there i prefer it honestly
0: yeah and i've had some really good homemade stuffing i think stovetop is just that's really good that's
1: what we do yeah it's so good anything i see people like (laughs) you know putting sausage in it and doing all kinds of others no no. You don't need it. It's not necessary.
0: And we always do it with the juices from the turkey, which you won't have this year. But we always do it with the juices from the mm. turkey. And then we put that in the pan and we boil that. And that's what we use to make the
1: stovetop stuffing. Yeah. Whoo. Man. So, yeah, I like my Thanksgiving moist. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you do. Moist turkey breasts. And, <laughs> which, by right. the way, you know, well, it's a Thanksgiving episode, so I can tell everyone in this. I. I have to do that. I'm not getting sponsored for this, but I do have to tell you guys, I bought the new uh, charbroil big easy. It's an oilless, So there's no oil, hmm. a turkey fryer. Hmm. And uh, I started off with a chicken. I'm like, let me test this out. We tried to make like beer can chicken. I burnt it. Didn't go well. I'm like, this isn't good. I'm going to throw this thing in the trash. I did a turkey the other night as a test for tomorrow. The by far the, the best turkey I've ever had. No joke. And literally, you just put it in there, and you put a thermometer in there, and once it reaches 165, you take it out. It's about 10 minutes per pound, 12 minutes per pound, somewhere around there. Hits 165, you take it out, let it rest for 10 minutes, cut it up, and it's the, like the, literally the juiciest breast I've ever had.
0: And this year, you need a really small turkey because you don't have anyone coming over to your house for Thanksgiving. I do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got, okay. No, there's plenty of people coming. Plenty of people coming? Yeah. Yeah. What about the government?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't. Yeah, we, Shh,
0: no one's coming. Right. I'm probably going to be with like 20 or 30 people tomorrow and then with like 30 or 40 people on Friday. And I'm fine with that. If people want to come arrest me, that's fine. Well, I'll I'm be just, in Illinois. We're and, holding
1: a Thanksgiving elect party at our house okay. tomorrow. And uh, the, the media is coming and everything. And it's going to be gotcha.
0: fine. Are you going to be holding up any signs like protesting anything? Uh, there like, might be. Just that, hold that's, signs to
1: say end racism. That's welcome at yeah. my house, of course. Right. That's a good idea. And uh, we're going to have our antiviral signs on the door as well mm-hmm. to you know, make sure that the COVID can't come in here. And uh, you know, we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Well, we're as never going to you, know.
0: You prohibit COVID, everything should be good. Well, that's, yeah. That's All right, what you guys should do. Anyway, Charles, if you don't have anything else, I want you to do dumb bleep number two here, Oof. which came from a libertarian. And, I, you know, I don't want to be mean. Oh, sure. I, s-
1: I saw this, but I
0: did have some responses to it for sure.
1: Oh, okay. So this is coming from uh Melissa comma local upsetter. So she's a self-identified local upsetter. She upsets people locally, habitually. I think she says she tweets canceling student loan debt is a libertarian position. Mm. Canceling student loan debt is a libertarian position. I think she's got student loans. Yeah, I think she's got,
0: <laughs> think she's got a lot of student loans. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> now, first off, I want to start with the argument on the side of this, because we talked about this when we went deep into this, Charles. I don't know if you remember, mm-hmm. last week, I think. There is a slight argument, and this in no way is in defense of canceling student loans. I'm not on that side whatsoever. But the argument would go something like this, as a libertarian the government has came in and they have controlled the student loan market and they have caused a rapid price increase in the cost of college. And so when people decide to go to college, they are paying exponentially more money than what they should be paying because of the government. And so therefore, it's a libertarian position to say we should cancel it because the price of college is the government's fault. All right? So that's not a... That's not an insanely unreasonable or, or position, the,
1: or that the the government should never be involved in the loan business to begin with. Yeah, like the Department of Education shouldn't exist. Therefore, because they created all of this, they should they should forgive it. Yeah, but but the problem is, is you signed a contract, mm-hmm. and the money's already been paid out. Yes. by the way, and you've received the benefits of that loan. If if this were say or you are receiving the benefits,
0: actual government education with all government-owned schools and we all literally just owned money to the government and it hadn't been paid out into the market yet, but we were paying it to them and they the money hadn't been received and the money hadn't been paid out yet, then you could make a libertarian argument for canceling the student debt and saying we shouldn't have to pay the government this money. The problem is the money's already been taken out of the economy, whether it's the future economy or current economy right now. It's already been taken and it's already been put into the economy, into the hands of the administrators and the professors and the people who build the aquatic centers and all that kind of stuff. It's already been put out into the economy. So I cannot make a libertarian position for uh, just acting like inflation is not a problem or that people are not going to have to pay pay this back sometime in the future. There's this idea that we can cancel it and it'll be like it just never happened. And it's not. The money's already been put into the economy. Either it gets paid back or we should just print money for everything. Mm-hmm. And, those, and those are the only options. And then the problem is you can make that argument with everything. Did the government not make houses more expensive by offering all these grants and all this money to go towards first-time home buyers and, and people with terrible credit and stuff like that? did they not make have houses they not more made expensive? everything
1: more expensive? Exactly. Technically speaking, so especially you, with the Federal
0: Reserve? Can you use this for all debt and say that canceling all debt is a libertarian position because the government made everything too expensive? You can't. You can't do that, especially when someone else is going to have to pay for it. No one was forced to go to a super expensive college I have college debt. I went to college for four and a half years and I have $20,000 in student loan debt right
1: now. And You were like six credits away from graduating.
0: I <laughs> literally refused to learn how to play piano and I didn't do my student teaching. And that was and, it. And that was it.
1: <laughs> so otherwise you'd have a piece of paper on the
0: wall. Otherwise I would be able to say that I have a degree from <laughs> some BS college. So, so, so that's, you know, that kind of makes you think you should go and just, finish that but what am I gonna do with it really
1: well now that school though is 20,000 a year yeah probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> so
0: it can't be a libertarian position to have other people eventually pay for a contract that you signed it just can't be there's no mm. way to do it especially when there's no way of there's no one talking about actually fixing the problem right now what happens when you cancel okay so we knock 50 grand off of everyone's loans okay what about next year? I'm going to go to a college that costs $100,000 a year. Do I get 50? Is the government now paying everyone $50,000 to go to school?
1: Also, when they do this, you think colleges are going to lower their price or increase their prices? <laughs> increase their price. Like, of course they're going to increase. like, ooh, look, the government's bailing out colleges now. Yeah. So now we're going to increase our prices. So this
0: this Elizabeth Warren plan of canceling all the student debt is absolutely not a libertarian position.
1: No. At all. Wrong. No way, shape, or form. She, well, she's wrong, Melissa. Sorry. Wrong. Sorry, local upsetter. I'm upsetting your localities, <laughs> Melissa's.
0: Okay, so that's dumb bleep number two, student loan debt. Do you want to do number three?
1: Yeah, I can do number three. Dumb bleep number three from old BS himself. This guy's, of, of course, makes it uh, every single week, just about. He said, wealth of Jeff Bezos in 2009, $6.8 billion. Wealth of Jeff Bezos in 2020, $184 billion. Wealth of Mark Zuckerberg in 2009, $2 billion. The wealth of Mark Zuckerberg in 2020, $103 billion. The U.S. minimum wage from 2009 to 2020 is 725 We need an economy that works for all of us, not the 1%. <laughs> what, a, what a stupid comparison. <laughs> Let me take the richest person and the... Second, third, or fourth richest person in the world. Let me take those two people and, and two, compare it to those who are providing the value of minimum wage.
0: And two of the biggest companies who have provided something to uh, almost everyone in America has had something provided to them by one of those companies, more than likely. Either they use Facebook for free or they have an Amazon account. And they, they, get use free... they use Instagram, because Instagram, Facebook owns yeah. Instagram. Whatever. Or maybe they're going to use their... Um, WhatsApp. Their Oculus Rift VR goggles or whatever. I don't know if people do that these days. And then they talk about the minimum wage. What does that have anything to do with Amazon and Facebook at, at all? That, and plus, they're still making this argument that somehow Jeff Bezos extracted that money from the people. Right. And that if he wouldn't have made that money, we could have raised the minimum wage. And, like, that's the -the off-the-wall argument he's trying to get people who are ignorant of economics to think.
1: Yeah. All right. We need to start doing this, though. We need to start, like, taking these large numbers and just comparing it to... Like, what you could do is, like, um, the Department of Education's budget in 2020 is this much. Minimum wage hasn't changed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's how much money we spend on defense in 2009, and here's how much we spend in 2020. The minimum wage... $7.25 $7.25 right. an hour. On top of that, Amazon's minimum wage is $15 an hour, over twice as much as what the federal minimum wage is, and so is Facebook's, by the way. $15 an hour, and actually for contractors, which they're fond of hiring, their minimum wage is $20 an hour. Average salary at Amazon is $103,000 a year. Because mm. they got a lot of people who make a lot of money. Yeah, And that's not just averaging in Jeff Bezos. His salary is $80,000 a year. So that's a lot of people making pretty good money, coding, doing all kinds of Well, one of their
1: biggest businesses that makes them the most money is their, um, the server, uh, Amazon web server. Yeah. So that's massive. Yeah. it brings in tons of profits and those people make more money.
0: So it's already, it's a little bit ridiculous to compare Amazon owners, net worth, Facebook owners, net worth, and then compare to the minimum wage, but not bring in the fact that both of those companies pay double what the federal minimum wage is. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you say that, Bernie? Why, why wouldn't you add that in there? You know what people would say? Well, that's not enough considering how much money they made over this time. It should have been way more than that.
1: Also, and at the same time, how many people are still making minimum wage over those 11 years? Yeah. Like in 2009, let's see, where was I? 2009. 2009, I believe I was, when I worked, I was making about nine, eight, nine $9 an hour in 2009. In 2020, I guess I can say this. I don't care. In 2020, I make over $100 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So, but that's 11 years.
0: That is the, the kind of dumb thing there that you would just talk about a minimum wage generally.
1: As if like I'm still there.
0: And not talk about that. That is the perfect point there. They always assume that it's the same people that stay in that same place for forever. When actually the introductory wage is that 725. I'm like less than 1% of people who work in the United States make that wage. Yeah. Like almost everyone pays more than that. All right. And and so they they act as if everyone just stays on that. Okay, well what's a new business owner who's who can we name right now who owns a business who's only worth 6 billion? Could you add them in there too? Look, Jeff Bezos is worth 184 billion and this guy who owns this company is only worth 3 billion. This is unfair. It's not fair. Know? No, because eventually in twenty years that guy might be worth two hundred billion dollars also. Like the people's wages go up over time, considering how much productivity they introduce
1: in the society. Why didn't he add his wealth from two thousand nine to twenty twenty? Ooh, that's a good one too. Because he two thousand nine, Bernie Sanders wealth, <laughs> fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Twenty twenty, Bernie Sanders wealth, ten million yeah. or whatever it is. That's a good point. I should have looked that up beforehand. Yeah, what's well, his wealth increased over the last 11 years? It's got to be pretty good. It's like it's just such a ridiculous comparison. It's insanity. All right. Dumb Bleep number 3. One of the Yeah, that was Dumb Bleep number
0: 3. So number 1 was Teen Vogue What is Capitalism? Number 2 was Melissa with student loan debt is libertarian. Uh, canceling student loan debt is libertarian. Number three, Bernie Sanders. Let's compare the two richest people to what someone who flips burgers is making. And number four here, now this is a doozy. Let me tell you what, ma'am. I don't understand. It's it's there needs to be other terms other than just gaslighting because it's more than that now. It's just more than that. Andrew Cuomo calls it the, who is the governor of the great state of new york calls a sheriff who won't enforce the mask mandates a dictator let me just just get that let's just read the article here he won't enforce the government mandates which makes him a dictator for not enforcing the mandates all right Sheriffs in four New York counties said last week on social media that they would not be enforcing the coronavirus rules, claiming their jurisdiction does not apply inside people's homes, and that the orders were not constitutionally defensible. Yes, that is, that they are actually trying to, uh, to make laws about whether or not you are wearing masks inside your homes over the Thanksgiving holiday, doing things like that. Uh, quote, Cuomo said, uh, this is an emotional time, political time. Everybody has their own strongly held opinion, right? You have a strongly held opinion that says COVID is all an overreaction. It's a hoax. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not following these rules. You have sheriffs upstate who have said, I'm not going to enforce the law. Now, saying that you're not going to wear a mask is not saying that coronavirus is a hoax. And a sheriff saying that they can't dictate what people do inside their own homes or what they put on their faces is not saying that coronavirus is a hoax still, but you have to paint people in that light so you can make the point. He says, I believe that law that law enforcement officer violates his or her constitutional duty. I don't consider them a law enforcement officer because you don't have the right to pick oh my god the the mental gymnastics that happen here are impressive it, they're I mean psychiatric hospitals will be studying this for the rest of our lives. <laughs> says you don't have the right to pick laws that you think you will enforce and you don't enforce laws that you don't agree with, right? That's not a law enforcement officer. That's a dictator. (laughs) There's going to be, there has to be, but psychologists are going to make millions. I hope he donates his body to science. That's all I'm saying. The governor said what happens in people's homes is absolutely the government's business. He said laws apply in your home domestic violence applies in your home drug laws apply in your home yes it does he said you want to be able to act irresponsibly but then endanger the ambulance driver and endanger the nurse and endanger the doctor because of your actions it's not like your actions only affect you he said okay now he comes in with a with an argument that sounds like you're making uh, some type of a some type of a good argument like laws apply in your home domestic violence applies in your home Domestic violence applies in your home because you've forcefully taken rights uh, from someone else, liberties from someone else, and harm someone against their will, knowingly done something against their will. All right. That's why domestic violence would apply in your home. Drug law, he says, drug laws apply in your home. They shouldn't. There shouldn't be any. Yeah. You know, um, and then he says, you're going to act irresponsibly and then endanger the ambulance driver and endanger the nurse and endanger the doctor because of your actions. Okay, there's a difference here with wearing a mask or not wearing a mask and someone being a victim of domestic violence. Is there not? I think there's a pretty clear distinction there. Good Lord. I can't, I'll tell you what, man, I can't stand this guy. This is such a competition between him and Gavin Newsom as to which one are the worst people on the entire freaking planet but his level of gaslighting and just uh, i I don't know just the the pathological lying aspect of everything that he does he's right up there with with aoc chuck schumer gavin newsom all these insane people up there it is completely different with domestic violence there is someone you guys have both agreed to be there right you're both in the house okay and then you go up and you just start beating on someone. Okay. Now you're removing their rights forcefully away from them. Whereas if you, two people are in a house and they come in and someone's not wearing a mask. What can you do? You just get up and leave. Right. If you're not okay with it,
1: you just leave. Right. Just go somewhere else. You have a friendly conversation. Be like, Hey, like, you know, I don't want to be here without a mask. So I'm not comfortable. I'm going to leave versus someone holding you down and beating the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> those are the same, though, in Cuomo's eyes. Same, same. So, on top of not that. Not only that, but, like, you know, there's been excellent research out done by Tom Woods. Great video. It's now been banned, so you guys can't see it. Yeah. I'm not sure where you can see it at, actually. Probably his website. I bet it's still up there, possibly. That uh, shows that the masks haven't done anything, actually. The mask mandate, the, co- the the cases are still rising.
0: There's there's no correlation between countries who have mask mandates and countries that are suffering from a lot of COVID cases right no. now. There's no correlation. The Basically, the same things have happened. At, at, well, in fact, you could add in places like Sweden and stuff like that where they don't have the massive mandates, and they're actually doing better than no. a lot of places are right now. There's no correlation saying that masks uh, obviously cause a country to, to not spread the virus around. Yeah.
1: Now I still think you should wear one as personal responsibility. Like I think that you should take the personal responsibility to wear one because you know, it does increase the, let's say the viral or does decrease the viral load that you would give someone considering you're not going to have as much mucus flying out of your mouth uh, towards other people. But that doesn't mean that it should be law. There's a difference in that where I think you should, have the personal responsibility and liberty to wear one. Um, And it's because it's not a hard thing to do. Yeah. But I don't think you should be forced to.
0: And then there is the study that came out of Denmark saying that there, there was absolutely no correlation that people who wore masks were not safer themselves from the virus at all. And of course they've, you know, apologized for releasing such a study, Uh, (laughs) but uh, which we've talked about from, I mean, I didn't know why that study was such a big deal because people have always said the mask doesn't protect you. It protects the other people around you. Right. And then they're even backpedaling on this thing that says, Oh, by the way, masks don't protect you. They protect the other people around you. I thought that's what we were talking about this whole time. Right. So I don't know. That's a, that's, that's a weird thing. But then there is a
1: study in Tennessee where it's showing that the counties that do require masks, uh, are getting, are having less infections than counties that don't, but, and it's almost double actually, but what they say in that study is what people that are wearing masks are also doing better at practicing social distancing and washing their hands and other things like that. Yeah. So you can't directly tie it just to the mask.
0: If it were only a mask mandate and nothing else that were being mandated, then you could say it was a mask. Right. But if it is social distancing, if they've closed down things, if whatever they're doing, you can't only pin it on the mask being the reason. Right. Uh, so uh, like Charlie said, I wear a mask when I go out in public, especially if the business, listen, if a private business has a sign that says we require people to wear masks, I treat it the same way as if they say we require people to wear shirts and shoes and pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't go in the ones that say you're supposed to wear pants. Cause this is 2020. Right. Okay. Nobody wears pants. No one wears pants anymore. We all know that. All right. But uh, if they say they require
1: a mask, and the ones that say, yeah, I can't bring a gun into, I just don't go there. Yeah, or you hide it better, yeah. you know? It's the just, only rule I break. Yeah, just that kind of thing. All right, so
0: that is, and we didn't, I mean, where, where is the, I have such a hard time describing how stupid this is, that a sheriff who says they won't force people to do something that they don't want to do is a dictator. Can someone Can someone explain that to me? How you're a dictator when you don't force people to do something? And Cuomo is not a dictator. The one who is trying to force people to do something with with the threat of violence. How does this work? How do we allow this to happen in our society?
1: How do we allow
0: this? How does the media
1: go along with this? I don't even know what to say.
0: It's insane. Yeah, it's straight up pathological lying. In front of cameras and microphones, and people are just like, oh, yeah, okay, great. Oh, that sounds good. You're the sheriff's dictator because he won't arrest people that want to do what they want to do. Obviously, he's a dictator. <laughs> what the hell, man? What is happening? It's a freaking Twilight Zone right now. I don't know what's happening, man, to people's brains. Good God. You, are, you know how f- insane it drives me? You're actually upset. <laughs> I'm upset. Obs- I'm. <laughs> You're visibly upset. It's that, oh man, I hate, I don't even know how, to, when you're arguing with someone who has completely lost all ability to remain rational whatsoever, just imagine an insanely emotional yeah. argument where-
1: Not with your wife or anything. No, 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 this is
0: with other people. Yeah. <laughs> where, when you're arguing with someone, and obviously all, ra- <laughs> all rationality and logic has gone out the window. Yeah. And you're like and you and you realize it, okay, because you're the one gaslighting her, apparently. Yeah. And and the person, not there's no her. They, see, you put that stupid idea <laughs> in my head. And you know it that what's being said right now is insane, but you can't it's like no you can't get anyone to
1: listen. You can't get anyone to listen to it's you. It's like when you're arguing with somebody I would never say anything like that. Yeah, I said it the other day, but I don't yeah. remember saying it. I wouldn't say something like that, but I did say it. This is Rick James
0: saying that he wouldn't <laughs> grind his feet in Eddie Murphy's couch. And then after, saying that he remembered after saying that he did it after saying, yeah, I remember grinding my feet in Eddie's couch and the media going, oh, Rick James has never grind his feet in the, <laughs> in the Eddie Murphy's couch. There's no way he's got more sense than that. All right. <laughs> Just, Why did and, he do it? Because he, he could buy another one. And then Rick James starts foundation talking about how it's wrong to grind your feet, the people's couch. God bless, man. (laughs) Everyone calm down, okay? Everyone
1: calm down. I like how what they say at the end here. Celebrations should be small or even virtual (laughs) to avoid traveling from multiple places to congregate in a crowded space. Cuomo said Monday on Twitter that his own daughter will not be joining him for the holidays this year due to the health risk. Unlike Gavin Newsom, he was already out having celebrations with folks. <laughs> bunch of people. After ordering people not to.
0: bunch of people. I heard uh, Dave Rubin was talking about it yesterday. The, a reporter or a journalist came out talking about it. There were over 20 people at the dinner not wearing masks, and they spent $15,000 on alcohol while they were at the dinner. Who was this? Uh, Gavin Newsom at that French Laundry Dinner, which is one of the that most was... expensive restaurants in the country. Jeez. Yeah. Yes. Insane. Wes says I wish taxes were smaller virtual. I know right. <laughs> okay, so that's dumbbleep uh we'll call it right there. Dumbbleep. Dumbbleep, number... yo, couch. Dumbbleep number 1 was Teen Vogue explaining to kids what capitalism is. <laughs> uh, and from a, so it's like asking Bernie Sanders to teach your kids about capitalism <laughs> basically. Um dumbbleep number 2 was uh, Melissa says canceling student loan debt is a libertarian position. Is it position. I swear I'm not. I'm not active in blackout Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I just sound like I might be um, dumb. number three was Bernie Sanders comparing Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg and people who make the minimum wage, which is just a standard argument from him.
1: Which, by the way, we found out that Bernie Sanders, um, his wealth in 2012 was somewhere around four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And his wealth uh as of this year is somewhere around two and a half trillion, two and a half million is what they're estimating. So it's a, a little over, I think four hundred percent growth.
0: That's a pretty big it's a pretty big
1: move. Yeah. That's pretty good. So
0: and, and then number four was Cuomo calling a sheriff who won't enforce mandates on people a dictator. I literally almost started yelling again. Right then. All right. So everyone, get your votes in. All right? Y'all get... I'm going to get some my votes in. Oh, I'm fixin's to vote. <laughs> I'm fixin's to vote ya. All right. One, two, three, four. What you guys going to vote for? Hey, nice. That Ryan. How about that? If you guys want to learn how we're making some monies in the stock market right now with options, with stonk trades, all kinds of stuff like that, then go to the mastermystonks.com. We got a special going on right now through the month of November, a, a Black Friday deal, and we've spread it out that way no one gets COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you get 20% off for three months, our most valuable tier, which is, includes one-on-one coaching sessions twice a month with yours truly, and it can even be more than that if you ask nicely and catch me on the good email day. you also get live pre-market analysis and you get some live trading as long as I don't have to go take care of my spinal and then you also get 250 videos in the class and all kinds of other stuff so that is the one-on-one subscription that's 20% off for three months go to mastermystonks.com and get in on those coaching sessions those private zoom coaching sessions we're not gonna do it in person because
1: that is illegal we're just not going to do that. Tesla has been on an absolute rip yeah. for the last seven trading days. So, uh, you know, eight, well, let's say eight days. Because eight days ago, Tesla was trading just above $400. They, they didn't cross below $300. <clears throat> they, did, uh, they did back on the 10th. But trading right around $400, and they just hit a new high today of 572 Woo! So... Obviously, with small accounts, it's difficult to trade uh, Tesla, but you can do it in the options market. I did uh, this entire move. I've been in an options trade, and let me tell you, it has made some good money. Nice. And so there are all kinds of things that you can do, even with smaller accounts or or larger accounts, but you have to learn the strategies. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know what to look for. You can't just go in blind and be like, I'm just going to buy this. Um, there are about 10 people who got rich doing that. <laughs> Those are the 10 people who bought Bitcoin back in 2008. When was that? 2010? Somewhere around there before it exploded. But anyway, if you want to make consistent uh, profits, even as a side hustle or anything like that, uh, every single gain is a good gain. MasterMyTrades.com, MasterMyStocks.com. Learn what we're doing. Learn how we have fun every single day waking up and looking at the stock market because there is nothing better than that. Yeah, it is literally an addiction. I love it. I wake up early just
0: so I can look at stonks, mm-hmm. whether or not they're going up or down. I mean, yeah. it's fun. You got find... a stonk day. It is. It is. Uh, except for tomorrow, stonks are closed tomorrow because it's going to be a stonk of day. coronavirus.
1: What about cryptos?
0: Uh, you know, those probably just keep on moving. Ah, uh, see, been making some money in the cryptos too. How about that? Oh yeah,
1: I'm up almost four hundred percent on my crypto trades. I'm
0: up one hundred and fifty percent in the last week. So that's
1: a uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm not even going to look at that, though. No, I don't want to look. That's long-term. MasterMyStocks.com, MasterMyTrades.com. Go to Patreon. Folks, if you wanted to hear the dumb bleep number one, those of you on the podcast that don't get to hear it until Friday, if you want to hear it first and also get your votes in, like everybody else does, then you need to sign up at Patreon.com slash GoodMorningLiberty. All that money goes directly towards fighting for liberty, and you want to be a part of that. I know you do, so... Patreon.com/slash/GoodMorningLiberty. Just as little as five bucks a month will get you into the live group. Of course, you can donate more than that. And mm-hmm. We'll gladly accept it, and we'll spend more money on more ads to keep growing the show. That's the whole point. It looks of like all the, of that.
0: The votes are in. I just got off the phone with Dominion, and it looks like dumb bleep number four, which is Andrew Cuomo, being a complete idiot, uh, just a dumb, a a, a dumb. Dumas
1: Number four is, uh, is what it's one, called. I believe because of your reaction to it. I know. I, know. <laughs> I think the overall. The Which dumbest, is really good, though. The dumbest societal thing,
0: you know, my favorite dumb thing was the first thing we talked about was the Teen Vogue article. Right. Like, that is just a Well, your subscription to Teen Vogue is a dumb I know, belief. I know. That is dumb as well. Uh, but I do think that. I can't my... believe you
1: send those commies money. <laughs> they should have never sent you commies money. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, don't bleep <laughs> number four one. All right, thank you for getting your bleep y'all couch,
1: Tommy. <laughs> bleep y'all couch.
0: Oh no, oh no. Um, all right, guys, don't bleep number four one. And if you didn't hear number one for number four, then you're gonna wanna give in five on Patreon.com/slash Good Morning Liberty. All right, and if you if you do all those things, subscribe. Subscribe. Go subscribe. Go follow. Tell a communist uncle at the dinner table tomorrow or the lunch table. Tell them about this podcast. Tell them that they are wrong about this. Tell your commie college brothers and sisters. Tell all of them. Even you're in your, college. Even your liberty commie brothers and sisters. Go That's... tell them that they got to listen to this podcast and they got to listen to at least 363 episodes before they decide whether or not they like capitalism or socialism. <laughs> all right. And after they do that, then they can make a decision.
1: 363 episode challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, guys, if you do all of that, we'll be right back here with a with a special episode, not live on Friday. But after that, we'll be back here on Monday. Until then, y'all have a good day and a good morning. Game Blouses. Liberty.